This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 10, 10 9, 9, 8, 8 7, 7, 6, 5, 4, 4 3, 2, 1, 1. Let's go! Now it's the Mercedes in the Morning pre-show. Mix 94.1. Hey, good morning and welcome to the pre-show. Thank you so much for joining us on this Wednesday, February 16th. We appreciate it. A little rain last night kind of caught me off guard. I was driving and I was like, I I guess I didn't look at the weather and I I had no idea rain was in the forecast. So that kind of caught me off guard last night. Yeah, I I caught the forecast, but the way they were saying yesterday morning, I thought it was going to happen like in the afternoon. So I didn't see any rain. I'm like, oh, I guess we escaped the rain. So I was kind of surprised this morning. When I went out, and I thought the wind was supposed to stop too. I went outside this morning to take Jacks out three o'clock, and it was a little wet out there, and it was windy, and it was to me it was cold out there this morning. It was like, well, out there this morning, it's yeah, getting better it, though. It's not too bad it, now. It's a uh, it's fifty one degrees right now, mostly clear. They say there's a little chance of some additional rain later on today, but it was like a nice surprise, but also not nice because I literally just got my car washed over the weekend, so I was just like, oh man, of course, of course this mm-hmm. happens. And and my car wash guy, he even texted me yesterday. To to warn me and I just totally spaced it. I totally forgot that he sent that. I went back and I was like, wait, I think he warned me. And he's like, it was so sweet. He's like, just a heads up. I think it's supposed to rain. Um, so if you want me to come back, I can touch up your car. And I was like, and I was like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll let you know. And oh. now I'm like, oh, I'm going to do that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, for sure. How are you this morning? Good, good. I wanted to talk to you about this because here inside the studio, the AC controls are in the main studio. Mercedes sits in the studio next to me. We're on the same ventilation system. And it, it's set at, if it gets colder than 66, if it drops down below 66, the heat will turn on. If it gets warmer than 72, the AC turns on. I felt like the AC was turning on a lot yesterday, and I was cold in here. I don't know about you, but if you're cool with it, I want to talk to the engineer about changing that. So A, maybe we have control over the thermostat, or B, bumping it up to 73, 74, and that's when the AC will turn on. Um, I usually am cold. Um, and I, if you, yeah, if you're uncomfortable, talk to him. That's fine. I, I, yesterday I was not, I was fine yesterday, but there have been, there was a time last week that I was like shivering mm-hmm. back here. I was just like, why is the AC <laughs> blowing on me? So if you're uncomfortable, don't you worry about me. You go ahead and do what you need to take care of. Well, it's funny because our prior, before the engineers did the setting, it used to be like a standard 75. That was like our go-to temperature in the studio for years was was like 75 was was the average in here and it could have been I, I had a big like winter jacket on yeah i had a thick jacket on yesterday and at one point steph said i looked like the michelin man with my jacket yesterday 
I didn't. I missed your jacket yesterday. I didn't see it. It was like, it was like a yeah, a black puffer jacket, and it had like the rolls yes. on it. We're walking down to me, and she's like, "You look like the Michelin Man." <laughs> Not you, you specifically. Just a jacket. You're a very handsome Michelin Man, JC. Very handsome Michelin Man. <laughs> yeah, don't tell you that wasn't a personal attack or anything. <laughs> no, 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 not at all. <laughs> All's well over there. Yeah, everything is good over here on my end. Ready for Wednesday. Happy uh, Jack Eichel Wednesday, everyone. I thought yesterday was Wednesday, so I was so excited. I'm like, Jack Eichel's making his debut today and we're going to talk more about that coming up next hour in what's trending but right now let's get things started time for the pre-show you pick them you guys get to pick the first song of the show do you want to hear let the music play by shannon do you want to hear truly madly deeply by savage garden Boys of Summer by the Ataris. Those are your choices. All you got to do is get your vote in now. It's easy. Just tweet us at Mercedes in the AM. You can vote on our Facebook page, Mercedes in the Morning, or text or call us 702-364-9400. We're going to count your votes now and reveal the winner next on Mix 94.1. Never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. A little over a month ago, Bob Saget tragically passed away at the age of 65 in a Florida hotel room. And we finally have a clear picture of of how exactly he died. We talked about this last week. Saget's death was ruled an accident resulting from blunt force head trauma. However, the autopsy findings reveal that this was no ordinary bump on the head. The comedian suffered multiple skull fractures and brain bleeds. The severity of those injuries has led many to wonder whether it's really possible to suffer that much damage by simply, say, slipping in the bathroom and hitting your head on the floor. CNN's chief medical correspondent, Dr. Sanjay Gupta, said on Friday, When I first saw this, if I knew nothing else about what happened, you would think this was maybe someone who had fallen down the stairs and had several impacts to the head or even was in an unrestrained car accident. And then a neurosurgeon came out and said, this is something I find with someone with a baseball bat to the head where someone has fallen 20 to 30 feet. Now, because of all this speculation, the Orange County Sheriff's Department took to social media to reiterate that they don't believe Saget was murdered. Sheriff John Mina said that there was no signs of a struggle and noted that the comedian's injuries were most likely sustained when he fell and hit the back of his head on a hard surface, most likely the bathroom floor or the tub. So now all these rumors and speculation is starting to come out once the autopsy was revealed. And I can understand why uh, the family wants to keep everything sealed. This this is really going to be too traumatizing for them. I, I, I totally get it. Big time, yeah. And his family, they're trying to stop the release of any further information regarding his death, saying it would cause them, quote, irreparable harm in the form of extreme mental pain, anguish, and emotional distress. So they're going to court over this, and hopefully they'll get their way because just, I mean, let let the guy rest in peace. All these stories are starting to come out. Yeah, this is just really, really sad and scary. I feel so bad for them. It seems to be the trend, too, with celebrities. We we just want to keep digging deeper and deeper and deeper Mm -hmm. and speculating. Are Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner expecting another child? They had their first child back in 2020. So, So what is sparking this tabloid rumor? The baby bump. Ah, 
Poor girl can't just, you know, what if she's not a baby bump? What if it's just, you know, I think Jennifer Aniston, there was, I remember years ago, speculation about her in Mexico. Like, oh, look at Jennifer Aniston. She's got a baby bump. She goes, no, it's it's a burrito bump. Sorry, guys. Yeah, you know, I, I like to indulge every now and then. Sorry. But we'll see. We'll see what the, uh, we'll see how this one turns out. Now, someone who is pregnant is Rihanna, and she just revealed the symptom that is having the biggest effect on her. So go back, Mercedes, to your first time you're pregnant with Sophie. What was like the first side effect? That you were feeling from the pregnancy? Morning sickness. Morning sickness? I was throwing up everything. Really? <laughs> yeah. Like every morning. It was like clockwork. I would just go in to the bathroom because I knew I was going to get sick. Once you got sick, were you good to go yeah, for the rest of the day? Yeah, I was good to go for the day. It was just first thing in the morning and then boom, I was fine. And then you were golden the rest yeah. of the day? Rihanna, her first symptom she's dealing with, she says she's always tired. That's a big one, too. Yeah. Especially that first trimester. That's a big sign. Like, why am I so tired? I'm usually not this tired. And then you figure it out. Oh, that's one of the indicators. Yeah. Super Bowl 56 was watched by 112 million people. That was a 13% increase over last year. The top local market for the game. Any guesses as to the number one market across the country watching the Super Bowl this past Sunday? L.A.? Cincinnati. Oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. L.A., by the way, didn't even crack the top ah, ten. They don't even care. <laughs> They're like, whatever. Well, there's a game going on. Who cares? It's official. Spider-Man No Way Home has surpassed Avatar in the domestic box office and now sits at the number three spot. Spider-Man has earned $761 million so far. Avatar made $760.5 million. Now, Star Wars, The Force Awakens, that's the number one movie to beat with $936 million. And then Endgame is number two with $858 million. So Spider-Man were to take that one down, it would need to make an extra $100 million here domestically. Wow. That's just like when you're talking numbers that big, it all just starts to sound the same because it's so huge. It's so huge, but it but like puts it into perspective, though, how big like Star Wars was. $936 million just here in the States alone. And Spider-Man has been crushing it. Less movies out, and that's sitting at $761 million. Yeah, that's crazy. We'll have more dirt coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. This is Ed Sheeran. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Welcome to another episode of Mercedes in the Morning, show number 1569. And now, here's your hosts, Mercedes and JC. Good morning and welcome to the show. It is Wednesday. It is February 16th, 6 o'clock on the dot. I don't know about you, but every morning I open up my email and I have like all my like sales emails from various websites and stuff that I purchased stuff like Bath and Body Works, Victoria's Secret, blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. And I, I got one this morning. It's the funniest thing I've ever seen. So do you remember, I think it was last summer, I bought a t-shirt from the Sly Stallone shop. It was the... It was the uh, like booking photo of Rambo on a T-shirt. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, I remember I, you talked about it on the show. Yeah, yeah. So I bought that, and so now I'm on these Sly Stallone shop emails. So I got this email this morning, and the 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 subject line is the pancakes of champions. So I'm thinking, oh, maybe it's like a protein powder he he sells and he's showing you how to make protein pancakes out of it. So I go and just out of curiosity, I look at it and it's it's not that it's um, it says the only way to start your day is with some pancakes of champions. Brand new exclusive Rocky Balboa pancake pan is available only online at slicedaloneshop.com. And it's this this pancake pan that makes your pancakes look like Rocky at the top of the steps with his hands up like, whoa. I'm like, oh my gosh, there's a market for pancakes that look like 
like Rocky at the top of the, the stairs. It is the funniest thing I've ever seen. And if you if you haven't uh, signed up on their email list, you already signed up. If I sign up, I just notice I'll get ten percent off my first order. Oh. It looks like that pan is selling for forty bucks. With my ten percent off, I save myself some money. Six by six inch pan is available. Mm. It, it, the little tagline it shows a picture of the pan and it says keep punching <laughs> <laughs> like start your day off with a punch it's the rocky balboa pancake pan i'm just thinking man there was there was a meeting about this they're like okay what else can we sell in the sliced stallone shop and a guy's like or a lady's like how about a pancake pan that has rocky on it People would love Rocky Pancakes. They're like, that's a great idea. Oh, my gosh. We're putting that on there for sure. I just thought that was so funny. And you can also, do you know you can buy the official Rocky Fedora as well? Yes. Oh, there's so much on the Rocky. And and I'm not, you know, there's no endorsement here. I like went on there after we went to the, uh, it was the Guns N' Roses concert and Duff McKagan was wearing that shirt. And I was like, that's a cool shirt. I want a shirt like that. So I bought it. I think I wore it to Life is Beautiful one day. And that was it. I never wore it. Again. <laughs> there's a lot of good things. I mean, there's a market for this stuff. You can also buy the uh, the Rambo knife, the only last blood knife officially endorsed, endorsed by Sylvester Stallone. Oh, is there a last blood? There was not just first blood, but there's a last. I blood? think there's like an. I th- think there's like seven Rambos. Oh my! Yeah, there are a lot. Of, I, I, I feel like I've seen them all. He kind of wandered away, and then Sloan came back and started them, and I think there's one more coming. I don't know, but there's a lot of Rambos out there. Yeah, well, there's a lot of Sly Stallone merch from all his movies, if you're so if you're so inclined to purchase that. But yeah, if you were thinking, okay, what is the perfect gift for that person I love, might I suggest a Rocky Pancake pan? It's just, it's available, and uh, I got the email on it today, so. Well, don't even tell them you got it. Just make just make the uh, loved one in your life pancakes on the weekend, and they'll come down for breakfast. Like, are these rocky pancakes? Like, yes, they are, just for you, my friend. Yeah, like, but the thing is, I can't really tell it's rocky. I, like, I just, I know what it is just based on the email, but if I'm looking at that for the first time, I'm like, who is the, is this the Y in the YMCA? <laughs> like, what is this? That's just a good point. I, you, there's not anything really telling that that says, oh, that's got to be Rocky. <laughs> Which with the syrup on top might affect things as well. Yeah. But still, good good attempt at marketing. Uh, I mean, he's been around for a long time and they're still selling things like hotcakes. They, <laughs> <Look at that. laughs> they got a lot on that. There's five pages of stuff on that site. I know. They've got a lot of stuff. We got a lot coming up for you this morning. How about this? Coming up here uh, in about 15 minutes, Billy Joel is going to be here Saturday, February 26th, Allegiant Stadium. That concert is going to be huge. And we have your tickets. They're yours when you win heads up. And we also have What's Trending. What do you got for us? A big debut for the Golden Knights today. And will a familiar face return? A new single from a band we haven't heard from in five years. And Chip and Dale return in a new metaverse, sort of. That's all coming up next in What's Trending. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. In just about five minutes here, we're doing Heads Up. When you win it, you'll get those tickets to go see Billy Joel. Mercedes in the morning's What's Trending on Mix 94.1. Vegas Born is trending this morning. Tonight's the night, the long-awaited debut of Jack Eichel. He takes the ice with the team against the Colorado Avalanche at the T-Mobile. Tonight, when the puck drops at 7 p.m., Eichel, who was acquired in a trade with Buffalo back in November, has not played in an NHL game in nearly a year after undergoing artificial disc replacement surgery to repair a herniated disc in his neck in November. And in other VGK news, there was there were rumors yesterday all over the place of a Mark Andre Fleury <laughs> return. They surfaced online yesterday. People were going nuts. Well, 
General Manager Kelly McCrimmon, he nipped that in the bud. He said, <laughs> quote, there is absolutely no credence to that rumor at all. I wouldn't normally speak on such things, but there will be so much racket about this. It is important to let people know that's not going to happen. Yeah, he put that fire out real fast. Don't, and, let, that, don't let that one spread. Don't uh, let it turn into wildfire. I saw that, and I immediately texted the article to my husband. I'm like, oh my gosh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I saw that. I'm like, wah, wah. So it, I think it was good that he said something, because, yeah, that would have just Things start spinning. gotten so out of control, for sure. Now, tonight's game, it's a nationally televised game, so it's on TNT tonight. And then just that whole the Jack Eichel and his story and everything, he gets that injury. He wants to have surgery. Buffalo says, no, it'll heal on its own, rehab and everything. That's got to be hard being in that situation. You want to do treat your injury one way. The team you're with says, no, 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 no. We want to do it another way. That's going to be a difficult situation to be in. Oh, they, oh, see, I thought that they wanted him to have one type of surgery and he wanted to do a different type that has never been done for an NHL player. They just didn't want him to do anything. Oh, yeah, I, I thought, and I could be wrong on this. I'm not, the, I'm not the sports expert here, but I, I thought they just wanted to do like rehab in different ways and he wanted surgery. It, it could have been the way you're talking about. But yeah, I thought there was, there was two different versions. Yeah, and there, but either way, he, he was like, no, this is what I want. I think this was a surgery that they hadn't done on an NHL player before. They're like, no, just do it the old way that we used to do it. And he's like, no. There's new ways. Yeah, so uh, it's going to be really exciting tonight. Uh, Check that game out. Also trending this morning is Train. The Grammy award-winning band has announced their first new album in five years. The 11th studio album is called AM Gold, and it's going to be released on May 20th. But yesterday, they released the first single off the album, it's really good. I don't know if we want to maybe play the whole thing later, but here's a here's a snippet of the title track that they just released yesterday called AM Gold. American Summer Tour with Jewel and Blues Traveler. There's no Vegas date yet, but tickets do go on sale for over 35 stops, including Phoenix, San Diego, Seattle, before they wrap up in Colorado at the iconic Red Rocks Amphitheater. What a great sounding song. It's, it's, it sounds like a hit to me, and, and what a great tour that is. Yeah. Jewel and Blues Traveler. Oh, that'd be great if they came to Las Vegas. I know. I'm really hoping that they just throw us in there somewhere, but there's a, lot of, there's a lot of California dates if you want to check them out, but yeah, that, that whole song is good i was listening to it yesterday in the kitchen and my husband's like who is that and i was like who do you think he's like he listening he's like i don't know i like it and i was like it's train he's like oh wow i hadn't heard from them in a while so yeah it's a really good song maybe we can play it later on this morning and then finally this morning chippendale and rescue rangers are trending this morning the former chipmunk detectives are reuniting after 30 years yesterday the trailer for chippendale rescue rangers was unveiled by disney plus chip is voiced by john mulaney and dale is voiced by andy samberg decades after the cancellation of their television series this new trailer shows chippendale mending their fractured friendship to solve one of the biggest cases of their careers and it's kind of interesting because the movie is going to combine a mixture of 3D and 2D animation as well as live action. 
So the duo kind of lives in a world which allows cartoons and humans to exist. It's very Roger Rabbity, mm. but um, here's a little snippet from the movie uh, from the show. No one ever imagined. <laughs> it could all come crashing down. Torn by vanity. You look different. Hey, it's no secret I had the CGI surgery done. Is it possible that two living legends are destined to reunite? I'm thinking reboot. (laughs) (laughs) It looks cute. It it actually, the movie uh, premieres on May 20th, and that is what's trending. We want Caller 20 right now. It's time to play Heads Up. Caller 20, 702-364-9400. That's you. You're playing, and this is a big prize. We have a pair of tickets for you to see Billy Joel. He's coming to town February 26th at Allegiant Stadium. If you want to go... Call in to win now. These are your tickets to win. Caller 20 gets to pick their category, gets to pick their partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you're going to win. Caller 20 plays 702-364-9400. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, we have our contestant, Lynn. You are Caller 20. Are you ready to play Heads Up? Yes, thank you so much. All right. We want to make you a winner. Billy Joel tickets on the line here. Tell us what category you want to go with. Do you want to go with Froyo, Scientist, or My Favorite Station? Froyo. Froyo it is. National Frozen Yogurt Day was last Sunday, and these are all different frozen yogurt toppings, okay? Okay. Who do you want to pick as your partner? You, Mercedes. Okay. All right, here we go, Lynn. You got 60 seconds on the clock. You get six correct. You're going to see Billy Joel, Allegiant Stadium, on Saturday, February 26th, and you start now. They come in a little box that looks like a zoo, and there's lions and giraffes. Animal crackers. Yes. This is, um, usually these come around uh, Easter. They're they're chewy. They um, look like little, yes. Um, this is, um, they are, they are like long. They look like mini snakes. Um, they're chewy. What is that? Licorice? No. You know what? Let's pass that. Um, this is a, a fruit. Sometimes you get them chocolate covered. Um, Raisins. No, they're they're red. It's a they're red. Strawberry. Yes, this is. Uh, you might put this on top of your yogurt. Uh, Hershey's makes it. You might squeeze it out of chocolate. the bottle. Uh, chocolate. Much. Chocolate. What? Um, Syrup. Yes. This is. Um, you might put this red thing on the very top of your Sunday. Cherry. Yes. This is a cookie Ten that seconds. has a cream filling. Oreo. Yes. yes. Nice. <laughs> oh, oh, I was sweating. I thought we might not get it, but you did it, Lynn. Congratulations. Thank you. What a prize you just won, Lynn. Tickets to go see Billy Joel at Legion Stadium on Saturday, February 26th. If you want tickets to go see Billy Joel, we'll be doing these tomorrow morning in the late edition of Heads Up right around 825. And up next, it's Wednesday morning, so... It's time for two truths and one lie. Are you ready? I am ready. Do you uh, do you think you're ready? We want you to try to guess who is telling the truth and who is telling a lie. We both we all have 30 seconds to tell you a little story. You try to figure it out. If you want to jump on Facebook, we will be live streaming. You might be able to tell based on our facial expressions. So get online, Facebook, uh, our our page, Mercedes in the morning, or stay tuned. Two truths and one lie is coming up next. 
The game is two truths and a lie. It's true. That's so you've game. heard of it. Yeah, you've well, heard well, of it. Yeah, because babies play that at their birthday parties. Okay, whatever. It's a good game. Every Wednesday, two of us will tell you the truth. One of us will lie to you. It is two truths and one lie on Mix 94.1. We have predetermined here with our little pieces of paper who is doing what today. We have 30 seconds to tell you a story whether or not it is true or false that is up for uh, up to you to decide now um it could be just a weird fact it could be you know uh i don't know we we come up with some weird stuff we've been doing this <laughs> <Yeah>. since what <laughs> over Last a year, year now right yeah. yeah i'm running out of stuff <laughs> i know <laughs> well we are going to give it a shot this morning Let's see if you can tell us who is telling you the lie now does anyone want to volunteer to go first you guys all know what you're doing uh, i'll go first okay uh, and I may have talked, let me go, it's, it's, the clock starts in three, two, I may have mentioned this on the show before, but I have a pair of socks that I bought in 1992 when I started working at the Inn at Lambertville Station, and I still have those socks to this day. They're great dress socks, and I've worn them at every single job I've worked at. Worn them here, Mix 94.1 the first go around, when I went to Washington, D.C., when I came back to Mix 94.1, when I started working at Channel 8, and I wore them as most recently as... New Year's Eve, I put the socks on again just for old time's sake. So I've uh, had a pair of socks since 1992 and still rock them from time to time. Hmm. I feel like they would be disintegrated by now. And they would have a lot of holes. 30 30 (laughs) years old. How can a pair of socks last? Oh, no, there's there's a couple holes in them. Yeah, they're not daily daily wears. They're not daily. They're special occasion wears. So what's so special about the socks? Like the description of it? How do they look like? They're gray. uh, There's like black lines in them. And there's these green little swirls in them as well. And what's so special is that it's just I, I realized it was probably when I started working here at the radio station in 1997 that I still had those socks and I wore them once and then I moved to D.C. They were still kind of in that sock pile and I just made it a thing to wear them on special occasions to keep that pair of socks alive. They were the, the first job I ever had, like real paid job was at that inn. They were my first dress socks and I just kind of like a thing that I have. So every job I have, I make sure I wear them at least once with that job. <laughs> I I just feel like they would be shredded into nothingness. There's some holes. There's some holes, Mercedes. That is a long time. New New Year's Eve, I put them on and I put a sock on over those socks. So so there's a double sock. Yeah, just so they can stay together. Interesting. (laughs) Is JC telling the truth or is he lying to us about his 30 year old socks? (laughs) I mean, that is older than both of my children combined. What are you, I'm just one year older than that. I got that is crazy. Steph, you're just one year older than my socks? I'm just one year older than your socks. Well, they're, if they're, you're telling the truth. I bought them at James Way. They, they're, they're quality socks. All right. Okay. Is JC telling the truth or is he lying? You decide. Uh, Steph, why don't you go next? All right, ready? In three, two... I was in the back of my, or actually I was in the front of my brother's house when I was around nine years old. And my nephew, he was about a little less than a year. And I loved my nephew. I would always carry him around. And we were in the front of my brother's house and we, he had a truck and on the back of the truck, you know, you can like plop it down. You could sit on it. So I thought it'd be cute for my nephew to put him down on the truck. And eventually he fell down on to the driveway. <laughs> so I dropped my nephew when I was ni- nine years old and he was a little less than a year. Oh my <laughs> gosh. Uh, Steps are always injury related yeah. and someone is getting hurt. <laughs> How, 
what happened after that quickly? We went to the emergency room. Oh. No. Yeah. Luckily, was he okay? Luckily, everything was fine. He, he turned out. Everything was Babies good. are resilient. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember just another add-in is that my uh, other brother saw the whole thing happen. My nephew was crying. I was crying. And we all were just a big crying mess to make just making sure that he was okay. But everything turned out great. What kind of truck was it? Gosh. It must have been my mom's old Nissan truck. It was red. Yeah. It was one year older than your thoughts. <laughs> Maybe two. <laughs> oh, man. Like, with something like that, that's, man, that's hard to say because part of me wants to say, okay, you wouldn't lie about an injury like where you had to take someone to the ER, or would you? I don't know. But in your mind, my mindset goes of, like, we've talked about how you accidentally injured a child yes. before. We've talked about ER stories. Why hasn't the story ever come to light? Because that's a pretty intense thing to, to drop your, your nephew, was it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was your niece. No, no, no. It was my nephew. All right. Interesting. Okay. Steph. Uh, Steph telling the truth or is she lying? Tell us what you think. 702-364-9400. My turn. You ready? Uh, ready? Yeah, Three, I'm ready. Two, one. So last night I got paid $100 to eat a tomato. Uh, I was out to dinner with some coworkers, and the subject of tomatoes came up because someone got a caprese thing, and I was like, tomatoes. And the, one of the guys at the table was like, you won't, you don't like, oh, how can you not like that? I'll pay you $100 to eat this tomato. And I was like, $100 to eat a tomato? I hate tomatoes, but it's $100. So I did it, and I won $100. Hmm. TV or radio coworkers? Radio. Too cheap to offer that bet. Well, in, in, in my defense, it wasn't really the radio people. It was record people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, oh, it was, oh, so we were oh. with, it was me and, and some of our radio coworkers with record people. So it was the record person who did it. I okay. guess I should have clarified. That's a game changer because record yeah. labels got money and they'll do anything. They, they're willing to spend. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I guess my question would be, um, did you have like a side, like, after the tomato, did you have something afterwards, like water or yes. something to drink? Okay. Water. I like got my water. I was like, because I was like, choking. I was like, Ooh. it was disgusting. And I'm like, give me my money. So, huh. And yeah. they paid you cash? Yeah. $100 bill. Let's fresh, see crisp. Let's see it. Well, then I'll show it to you afterwards. I mean, that, I mean, if I pull that out now, well, it will be obvious. I mean, I'll show it to you, but I feel like that's kind you of. You could crazy. already have a $100 bill in there from other occasions. I literally never carry <laughs> know, cash on thing. me. That's true. That might be the deal breaker. If she sells that hundred, yeah, I mean, I will huh. after the fact, but yeah, if she's telling the truth, yes, yeah. exactly. So. Wait, is this is this pay, uh, roundabout payola? Well, no, <laughs> that's our record. That's why we're playing the new train song this morning. Yeah, the totally different label. Totally different label. No, 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 no. Um, it, it was it, no, it was for the tomato and only for the tomato. Hey, uh, I represent the new train song. I'll give you a thousand dollars if you eat that brownie. Okay. Don't joke about that because no, it's, it's totally illegal. Yeah, yeah. It is really illegal, and that is not that what happened. cost Mercedes jobs. No, Those totally. No. JC's like, do it. <laughs> All right. What do you think? Carball's got a new car. Eat this, Jay. All right. Ooh, no wonder I see you riding in that. <laughs> this is good. Too funny. Uh, okay, so who is telling the truth and who is lying? 702-364-9400. Uh, Anthony says Mercedes is lying on this one. Tyler says Steph has a face that looks like she is lying. <laughs> <laughs> and 
Emma says, I've had a shirt that I've had since elementary school, and I'm 25, and it's still in great condition. I believe JC. Emma, just you know my socks are older than you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeremiah says, I think Mercedes is lying. Uh, Jan also thinks I am the liar. Wow, you guys, what the heck? I am telling you. Um, another one here. This one is from Katya. Mercedes, you are making that up. <laughs> Lots of Mercedes liar uh, guesses here. So um, let's let's do the reveal. All right. Truth teller number one. I've got some old socks. Uh, oh, my gosh. And they're Daddy still sucks. alive. I'll take a picture. Of them. I'll, I'll post a picture of them tonight. Yeah, they're still. I mean, there's some holes in them. They're not in the best condition. A little loose up top, but. Rocking them since 1992. Special occasion wears Yeah, can socks. you send that to me? We'll post it on our Instagram and Facebook. These are the 30-year-old socks. I'll do it. I'll send it. I'll take a pic tonight. Wow, JC. Okay. Truth teller number two. It's me. I dropped my nephew. <laughs> I feel so bad about it. I will never forget that day. He um, Supposedly, he still remembers. I'm like, uh, supposedly is yeah. the keyword. Yeah, he still remembers me dropping him. So I'm like, really? Because I feel so bad. But I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> that means. What? Tomato man. I was a liar. No. I, and, and someone on the request or on the text line said, Melody said, hmm, Mercedes specifically said once before there is no amount of money to make me eat a tomato. Wow. And she was right. Wait, no, I, was the offer true? They really no, offered, oh. that didn't even happen. I mean, the dinner happened, but yeah, there, yeah. there was no tomato offer. Uh, there was tomatoes on the on the table, and I did make a comment that I was like, ugh, yuck, tomatoes. Would, would you have done it last night if they said if they had the $100 in their hand and nope. said eat the, you would have really for 100 bucks? I wow. Just, I, I can't stand raw tomatoes. I just, I can't. Now, if it was a matter, like someone offering to pay my my kids college tuition i would consider it <laughs> but i was just like no i would never i, I would not do that record labels like okay no <laughs> they're <one."> like okay <laughs> the, toma- the tomato trick will work with her <laughs> coming up next oh, that was a lot of fun uh we got the hot three coming up next what do you got for us well if you were planning to go to coachella or stagecoach uh they just dropped some of their big precautions there we're going to tell you about that also speaking of covid what is the relationship between drinking coffee and COVID. Interesting new research coming out. And have you ever thought about going to space? You can now buy a ticket for the low, low price of this. We'll tell you what it is coming up next in the Hot 3. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by Journey Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Attendees of both the Coachella and Stagecoach festivals will no longer be required to provide proof of vaccination, negative test results, or even wear a mask. But this could change based on the ever-changing local guidelines. Coachella already mentioned this update on their website. Their COVID-19 warning states, quote, there is an inherent and elevated risk of exposure in any public place or places where people are present. There's no guarantee expressed or implied that those attending the festival will not be exposed to COVID-19. Stagecoach, they made their announcement on Twitter. If you didn't know, they share the same festival grounds in Indio, California. And Coachella takes place April 15th to through the 17th and April 22nd to the 24th. Stagecoach is April 29th to May 1st. It makes things a little bit easier to attend for some people. Interesting to see how it goes. Yeah, uh, hopefully uh, all is okay. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Um, speaking of COVID over the past two years, since it showed up to the dismay of everyone, there's been continual research to figure out what, if anything, helps to cut the risk of getting the virus and lessening the effects. Well, Northwestern University did, did this big study and they found that drinking at least one cup of coffee a day could cut the risk of developing COVID by 10%. But before you start chugging coffee, consider that they also found that you could also cut it by that same 10% by eating 0.67 servings of cooked or raw vegetables, as long as the vegetables were not potatoes. So on the flip side, (laughs) researchers say eating 0.43 servings of processed meat can heighten your risk. uh, One of the associate professors uh, at Northwestern says that they're not so sure that the caffeine in the coffee is the magic component. She says that coffee contains polyphenols and chlorogenic acid, and researchers think that that might be the magic ingredient. So the bottom line is good nutrition definitely helps. In the fight against serious diseases, including <laughs> COVID-19. So eating healthy is going to help you. Eating fast food might hinder you. Yeah, Got it. It, it, not, it may make it worse if you eat like the fast food. So yeah. That. It, it just, was, that, was that a dumb story to do? No, no. I, I, no I, I, I find it's funny that they're putting out studies like the dumb story at all. Okay. But it's like the, the, these studies are now coming out where it's like, where, where are these? I, I feel like these studies weren't coming out in the height of the pandemic. Same thing with like you had a study a couple weeks ago. I just felt, hey, if you walk, was it five minutes a day or something? It's going to extend your life. What was the one last week? Just lift this one, do this one exercise a day is going to increase things. I, I love getting these stories out there. Well, I think with the COVID stuff, the reason you're just hearing it now is they needed two years to do their accurate research. You know, you what, they, what, you, sorry, go, go ahead. No, go ahead. No, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm trying not to interrupt you. I'm very, <laughs> I'm bad at that. I do it a lot. You pointed out, so I'm sorry. Oh no, dude, what were you going to say? What's up? No, you go, you go. You no, finish your I, thought. I forget <laughs> what I was going to say. Go ahead. No, I just think with anything, it's just common sense. Eat healthy is better than eating fast food. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, finally, this morning, anyone with $450,000 to spare. Well, that's how much a ticket to space will cost you with Virgin Galactic. But before you stress out about money, the down payment is only $150,000. Come on, guys. Sales open today on their website. The, the flights last around 90 minutes and reach a maximum speed of 2,600 miles per hour. It only includes four passengers and it takes off out of New Mexico. So passengers will also go through training. You'll get fitted for an Under Armour space suit. And purchasing a ticket also comes with other perks like a membership to Virgin Galactic's community of future astronauts, which also offers exclusive events, trips, and space readiness activities. Being a Virgin Galactic astronaut also comes with the opportunity to purchase an astronaut edition Range Rover from Land Rover, which is um, pretty exclusive. And then you also have the opportunity to become um, exclusive in an astronaut wing ceremony. So if you have $450,000 lying around, don't, don't buy a house. Don't pay for your kids' college. You go to space. It, it's worth it. If money was not an object, would you do it? No, I don't really have any interest in going to space. I'm sure it's amazing, but I really, that does nothing for me at all. You? I, I would get nauseous, so no. Yeah, I'm, good. I'm coming good. Coming up here in the dirt, there's a new trend in Hollywood. Men publicly pining over their exes. Details right around 7.15. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. It is 7.04. How do you wake up in the morning? Do you use your phone for an alarm? Do you just wake up automatically? Do you use an alarm clock? 
I know most of you did not answer Alarm Clark because uh, a study came out that shows that only 2% of Americans say they still use a clock radio to to wake up in the morning or just period having a clock radio. Do you, what's the outdated item that you still use? My husband still uses a clock radio. Like he, and I have one, but I don't use it. I use it more for like the time because it has one of those things that goes up onto the ceiling so I can open my eyes and be like, okay, that's the time. But he uses his as his alarm. A clock radio comes on, Mix 94.1. And it's really, I, I like it. I Like when I, we have a day off or something, it goes off and I'm like, oh, a little clock radio action there. That is his first alarm, though. It's not a backup or anything. That is, he's setting his alarm at night. He's not using his phone or something else. Apple Watch. He's turning to his alarm clock to set it. And how does he set it? Is it a digital thing? You got to hold the buttons down to set it. Yeah, it's a digital one. That's the only one he uses, and um, it's it, it's one that you can set for like Monday through Friday. And then it won't go off on Saturday and Sunday. Oh, that's I cool. mean, I guess of the clock radios, it's a more higher <laughs> tech one. But is there an outdated item that you know not a lot of people still use, but you use it because you like it? 702-364-9400. For me, we, I, I just recently got rid of our fax machine. I still had it because I still felt like there's people out there that needed documents faxed to them. And that's the only reason I kept it. But, but I still had one in our house. And it wasn't out where, it, where you could see it in the office or something. But there were certain things where I needed to fax something to somebody. And majority of stuff was like my tax guys. Can you fax it to me? I'm like, fax it? All right. But I still owned a fax machine. Set it up. Put the paper in and dial up the number. And it goes through the whole process. And, but the last time he needed documents, I was able to send him a PDF, which was very high tech for him. So I was very happy about that. That's uh, it, it, It's one of those things that once in a long while, you'll have to fax something. And it's so frustrating because I'm like, I don't know where to get a fax. And I downloaded this app that gives you like two free faxes. And then I delete it. And then I go back and I'll download it again every time I need to fax. I'm like, why are we still using fax, people? <laughs> Stop it. Enough. Can't I just send you a PDF? I mean, come on. I use that app before, too, for something. It's, yeah, it's, it's a neat little app, and you get a, a, your first couple ones are freebies. Yeah. How about CDs? Anyone out there have CDs in their car? I'm a little bummed because my, my current car doesn't have a CD player. Up until this current car, I still had a couple of CDs in my car that I would pop in once and again. So I guess CDs, I still have CDs in my house, but anyone out there got a CD player in their car and they still go to their CDs for, for music? I, I, I have not used a CD in forever. I don't even... I, I, we have a ton of CDs, but they're just like in... In cabinets, um, one of these days we'll have to like sell those, or I don't know, maybe they'll come back in our ha- in our lives. But we have nowhere to play a CD in my home. Uh, someone just texted and said, "I still play Mix ninety four point one from a big old boombox at my house. I love that. Yes. That's so cool." This one says, "I'm listening to you on a clock radio right now." Um, I we still have a landline. And I call my mom on the landline, and the only time it rings is if it's a, t- a solicitor or my mom. I know it's going to be one of the two. No one else really calls us on our landline, but we still have it. I don't know why. It just doesn't make sense. Paying, paying a lot of money for that, but uh, that's that's definitely the outdated item we still use. Coming up here in the dirt, there's a new trend in Hollywood. Men publicly pining over their exes. Details in just about 10 minutes. Adele, Easy On Me, that is the number three song right now in the country. We never gossip. Or would we? Let's go. Time for the Daily Dirt on Mix 94.1. There seems to be a new unwanted trend with male celebrities publicly pining for their exes. 
So we have we have the whole Kanye West thing, which has been has been awful. It's been a disaster. On Valentine's Day, Nick Cannon released a track called Alone, which is basically a love song to Mariah Carey. It even samples Love Takes Time, a song from her 1990 debut album. He sings about how he still loves Mariah Carey, but they're probably better off where they are now. We also have Lamar Odom on Monday's episode of Celebrity Big Brother. He told his housemates that he's going to try his darndest to reconnect with Khloe Kardashian after the show. He said it would be a blessing just to be in her presence to just tell her I'm sorry and what a fool I was. He added, I didn't treat that good woman right. But sometimes the grass is not always greener. Guys and gals. Yeah, you know? both sides. You, know, you got you to gotta look at... What you have, and uh, I don't know. I, what can you say? I just, I, I think that there's a very fine line between publicly pining for your ex and uh, harassing them in a public forum. And so you got to be very careful there. Yeah, there's a fine line, Kanye. The family of Helena Hutchins is suing Alec Baldwin and others over her death on the set of the movie Rust. They say Baldwin deserves the largest share of the blame since he held the weapon that killed her. So the plaintiffs, they released a video with a a 3D rendering of how they they say the shooting went down. It includes narration detailing all the alleged mistakes that were made, plus texts and emails from crew members who felt the set was unsafe. They're seeking unspecified damages, but I don't don't think it's a a surprise to anyone. No, you knew that was going to come. Now, let's talk about BTS. Member V has tested positive for COVID, making him the fifth member of BTS to do so in the last three months. The 26-year-old singer made a trip to the hospital on Tuesday afternoon after experience had a mild sore throat. He tested positive. Right now, he's a mild fever and mild sore throat. Everything should should be okay. The question is, will the guys be in Vegas in April? Butter is up for best duo group performance at the upcoming Grammys, and they have yet to announce the performers. So maybe BTS back in Las Vegas in April. I hope so. I really do. I I want to get into that building if they're here. <laughs> That's for sure. Did you, they perform. They, have they done a show here? They have done. I, it was crazy because I was covering the red carpet of a Billboard Music Awards, and this is when they first came out. Like this was years ago, and I remember distinctly when they arrived. It was like noise like I've never heard. And I remember saying, like, who is that? Who just got here? And everyone's like, it's BTS. And I'm like, who? Mm-hmm. This is, they just came out. And it. And now I look back, I'm like, I was right next to BTS. I had no idea at the time. Holy smokes. Did we interview BTS on the red carpet? You weren't there. It was me and Sean Tempesta. No, I was. I remember oh. being out there a year, uh, not with you guys, uh, with, with BTS being out there. This, Did- is, this is like triggering something. I remember walking up to the MGM. And just thrones and thrones of people gathered all over the place, and this group getting out. And same mindset of like, who? Yeah, I, I yeah, I don't know if that was you, if, if it was there with you, but I know it was there with me for sure. Yeah, wow. I gotta go back. I wonder if they came by the red carpet. And one of those deals, like, would you like to interview BTS? I'm like, I don't know who they are. No, next. Who's next on the line? Yeah. Which Super Bowl halftime performer has the most Grammy awards? So that was kind of fun. There are nearly 50 Grammy awards shared between the five performers. Who do you think has the most Grammy wins? Um, Eminem. You are correct. 15 Grammy wins for him. Yeah, that I, I just remember him being up on stage a lot at the Grammys. Right? Now, there is one performer who has zero wins. Out of the, and I'm not talking about 50 Cent. It's not, inclu- not included in this. I'm talking about the main five that are performing. Which one of them has zero Grammy wins? Um, uh, Mary J.? Mary J has nine Grammy okay, wins. Okay, I don't know. Snoop, 17 nominations 
Zero wins. wins for Snoop. Oh, that's too bad. He deserves one. Yeah. I don't know if he's nominated for anything this year, but yeah, Snoop, Snoop deserves a Grammy. Can you nominate someone for a live performance? That halftime performance should be nominated for a Grammy next year. Coming up next hour, right around 825, when you win heads up, those tickets for you to go see Kevin Hart. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Mix 94.1. Mercedes in the morning. It is 732. Have you ever been on a blind date? And who set you up on that blind date? 702-364-9400. Sometimes when you go on a blind date, you feel a lot of pressure, not just uh, because you're on a blind date with a stranger, but because of the person who set you up. Like you don't want to let them down or, or you don't want them to let you down by setting you up with the wrong person. The reason I bring this up, and we talked about this earlier this week, Tinder has a new blind date feature. So you can now experience what it's like to go out on a date with an absolute total stranger, but from the comfort of your own home, which is even more exciting. So basically you won't know what that person looks like until you finally match. So if you have like the back and forth, you get to know the person. And then when, when you guys finally match, then I guess you get to see their picture. So it's helping people get to know the person instead of just going based on the three seconds that you see a picture and deciding based on that, whether or not you're going to swipe left or right. And I like that you're getting to know the personality more about the person, see if there's somewhat of a connection outside of that physical attraction. I I think that's a great thing. Have you ever been on on a blind date? I never have been on a blind date ever. I've had people try to set me up on blind dates and I always like politely declined. And again, it was not because of how they described the other person. It was more that I didn't want to let them down. Like what if I went and then that person hated me and they're like, why would you set me up with her or vice versa? What if I'm like, this guy has nothing in common with me? What in the world made you think this would be a good match? You know, so (laughs) I I always stayed away from it because of that. But on the other end, I've set a lot of people up on blind dates a lot. And I would I would say there's more hits than misses. Um, I'd say it's about. 70 30 that's a great percentage i think it's decent i don't know that's awesome how about you have you ever been on a blind date one 1993 i was working at the in at lambertville station the guy's name was robert davis he was a super sweet guy and he set me up with this blind date he knew this girl he thought it would be a perfect match and i'm like i'm all in let's do it and she was all in and i remember he wanted me to take her to this fancy restaurant and do all these things and And i'm like let's keep it low-key she was new to town, and she was going to be going to the community college that I was going. So the plan was I was going to pick her up. I was going to show her around the school. Just a real low-key date, and I, and I picked her up. She was real sweet, but there was just there was just zero chemistry. There was nothing. There was, she didn't have a spark. I didn't have a spark. Really nice girl, uh, which is a, it was a quick night. We kind of walked around campus. There was feeling nothing, and then uh, just wrapped it up. But I remember Mercedes going back to the hotel the next day, and Robert being there. How was it? I'm like, ah, it just didn't work. And he was mad. He thought my date wasn't the right date. Like, we need to do a dinner. It's a lot of pressure to put on you, you know? There is. I'm like, well, there's chemistry. We're going to feel chemistry whether we're walking around the community college or we're sitting at a fancy restaurant. To, to me, if there's chemistry, you're going to feel it. And we just didn't feel it. So there's nothing came after that. Has anyone ever been set up on a blind date by their parents? Because those are my favorite ones to hear about. It's like mom or dad think like, hey, you need to go out with this person. I set you guys up on a blind date. Like, what happened? 702-364-9400. Natalie, you went out on a blind date. Who set you up and how did it go? Uh, we actually um, were set up on a blind date by um, my supervisor, and she was dating at the time another coworker who um, actually happens to be um, the father-in-law of the guy that they set us up on. 
And uh, we went out on a double date, and we have been married for 14 years now. Wow, the double date leads to marriage. Now, were you kind of hesitant on it at first, or were you like, yeah, why not? Let's do it. You know, I was like, what what do I have to lose? So I figured that's something that I had never done before. I didn't think that it would lead to marriage, but um, yeah, it worked out great. We went to a Cuban restaurant and uh, had a really good time, and we've actually been together um, since the first night that we met. Yeah, that's a, that's a good track record there when it leads to not just success, but marriage. That is That is really good. This text says, My best friend literally set me up on a blind date because I had broken up with my boyfriend about four months ago. I didn't want to let her down, so I went with it. You got to tell us how that went. I, or, or maybe just based on your response, so I went with it. <laughs> your success rate of 70%, you said? Um, are any of those couples still together with that success rate? I'm guessing there's a second or third date. Something's evolved out of it. Are any of those couples still together? Um, yeah, actually, if we go in success rate based on that, I, I think it's much lower. I meant success rate as like there was a follow-up. Yeah, a good time and stuff. Yeah. Sure. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Let's not go that deep on that. Let's not go that deep on it. I'm not quite sure on that. Next hour, there's tickets for you to go see Kevin Hart right around 825. He's going to be here in July. We got your tickets next hour. And up next is the Hot 3. What do you have for uh, us? A new health alert that you should be really aware of if you drink bottled water. We're going to talk about that. Also, people are freaking out about Wordle. They're saying there's two different versions. There's It's different words for everyone. Wordle is not broken. We'll explain. And uh, we're going to talk about a guy who was in the middle of a bike race and got attacked by a wild animal. We'll tell you what happened coming up next in the Hot 3. Space 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mitch 94.1. The Hot 3, it's brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less fee. Do you have a reusable plastic water bottle? And do you ever leave water in there overnight and then just keep drinking it the next day? Well, time to panic. A new report says you should stop doing that immediately, at least with reusable soft plastic water bottles. Researchers at the University of Copenhagen analyzed water samples after the water had been in there for 24 hours and it was loaded with chemicals. They found hundreds of substances, including photo initiators, which can mess with your hormones and potentially cause cancer. And this part might be even worse. They did it again after the bottles had gone through the dishwasher and there were even more chemicals They say it's probably because your dishwasher wears down the plastic and allows it to leach more chemicals into your your water. The lead author of the study says he will never, ever use plastic water bottles um, now and suggests that a quality stainless steel bottle be used instead. Ooh, so I use um, like I buy like Dasani and Arrowhead bottles when I'm done. I I throw them out and recycle them. I don't have like a reusable one, but there is one that I use actually for the dogs. It's a gallon water jug that I bought bought a while ago, and I just once it's empty, I just put it up to the refrigerator thing because it's hard to put the dishes, uh, the bowls underneath the, the water dispenser. Yeah. So I just fill it up, and then that's filled with water. And when the dogs need water, I pour it in, and then when that gets empty, I fill it back up. I need to change my ways. Yeah, maybe it just sounds like there's a lot of chemicals that are being released in from the plastic ones, especially the soft plastic. So. Just keep that in mind. Might be in time to invest in a hydro flask or something like that. Also this morning, did you notice 
your clocks acting up yesterday? Did all movement freeze? Well, that was just a little issue where the world stopped turning because people thought Wordle was broken. Yes, people were freaking out. Here is what happened, okay? People were getting one of two different correct answers on Wordle yesterday, and everyone was concerned about that. I don't know why like they were freaking out, but it was it was happening. So everyone can calm down. The New York Times said nothing is wrong. They have just been updating the master list of answers to remove obscure words as well as insensitive or offensive words. So one of yesterday's words was deemed too obscure. So it had been removed, which created this glitch. The Times says all you have to do is refresh your browser and you'll have the same word as everyone else. Although this could mean there will be future inconsistencies with anyone still holding on to the original Wordle. Now, it's not a spoiler at this point since it's a new day, but the solution yesterday was aroma and the obscure word was agora. Which led to people asking if you were Team Aroma or Team Agora on social media. I was Team Aroma yesterday, but my daughter was Team Agora. And she was like, I've never heard this word before. What is this word? And I was like, you've never heard of Aroma before? She's like, my word is not Aroma. It's Agora. And I was like, what? And so that's when I was like, okay, there's something going on here. I noticed people were sending us text messages yesterday about they were kind of facing the same same issue. Yeah. Yeah, so that was it. It's just, it was We're a glitch. Smooth now. Everybody should have the same word today. So, yo, if you give it a, a shot, I can confirm with you. If Well, don't text us because I don't think you've done it yet, right? I haven't done it yet, no. Yeah, so don't text us. But, you know, uh, send me a message on social media and I'll, we can confirm if we got the same <laughs> word today. I don't want to ruin it for anyone else. All right, finally this morning, the Tour de France might get bigger ratings if something like this happened. I I prefer that everyone stay safe, though. A guy in California named Tony Inder Bitson was in the middle of a big 80-mile mountain bike race on Saturday when he suddenly got attacked by a bull. It was an off-road race in a rural area, and he thought it was just a cow until he got closer, but by then it was too late. The bull spun around, charged his bike, and destroyed him. It knocked him off his bike, then came back around, threw him up in the air like a rag doll, but somehow he is okay. He actually wanted to finish the race, but he got talked out of it. At least two other bikers also had run-ins with the same bull, but Tony got the worst of it. He says he's going to be fine, but his entire body was sore the next day. There's video of it. It has profanity. So, you know, look it up uh, on your own, but there's even video of a second biker just getting crushed. This, this bull was not, was not amused. Like, get off of my territory here. And I think they knew about. They knew that there's there's one bull out there, and this poor, poor guy gets like you said. He gets the double shot. It's watching the video. It's what do you do in that situation? You're going down the trail and you see a bull. Do you just go all in? Do you stop and try to pedal the opposite direction? What do you do in that situation? Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't know the rules for running away from bulls. Do you stay straight? <laughs> I have no clue. I would I would probably freeze. I, honestly, that's and walk back very slowly. And then there's other riders. A video a, sh- a shot of other riders was like gathering around like watching the bull like waiting for him to attack that's scary stuff that's like the running of the bulls could you imagine doing the running of the bulls 
No, I would never do that. Would you do it? No. No way. Not even for a split second. My luck, I would trip and the ball would get me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's That's like that. Between that and then the tomato fight that they have, uh, yeah. I would never do either of those things. <laughs> that's your worst. That's like oh, hell for you. Oh, man. There's no way. Wow. Mercedes goes to hell as a tomato <laughs> fight. Coming up here in the 8 o'clock hour, Kevin Hart at the Cosmopolitan. We just announced uh, his stand-up show this week. We've got your tickets at 825. Mix 94.1, it's Mercedes in the morning. It is 7.59. Thank you guys for joining us this morning. Yeah, we just got a text asking, are you really afraid of tomatoes? I am afraid of tomatoes. We're talking about that that big tomato fight they have in Spain after like the running of the bulls and all that and how it's, some people think that looks like fun and that is literally my worst nightmare. I can't stand tomatoes. <laughs> I Raw tomatoes specifically. Love them in all other forms and sauces and ketchups and you know, whatever. But it's just specifically raw tomatoes. I cannot stand. Okay, I want to go with some this on social media. The new Batman movie with Robert Pattinson as Batman is coming out in March 4th. He's starting to do press for it. He's on Kimmel tonight. He was doing all kinds of interviews and stuff. And I saw this thing on social media which said, so, so Bruce Wayne becomes Batman because he's scared of bats. So would you then become Tomato Woman? Because of your fear of tomatoes? <laughs> yes. That would I would be the, the tomato woman superhero because just based on my, my biggest fear. I wouldn't say that's my biggest fear, but it's definitely something that I am not a fan of. So yes, I think I could be tomato woman. And then what would your what would your gimmick be? Have like you'd be able to like Spider Man, but you're launching tomatoes at people? Hmm. Let me think here. Yeah, I, I, I could either like launch, you know how on Mario Kart where they launch bananas at the back of the car and people slip on them? And maybe I do that with tomatoes where I just launch them at people and it gets them to slow down. Or maybe I turn people into tomatoes. I mean, what is Batman's gimmick really as far as bats? He, he doesn't really do anything bat related. It's just all his stuff is branded bat. So it's just a brand it, ambassador yeah, for bats is what he is. Yeah. And so I could just be branded tomato, but I, I can still be a a good fighter and have really cool contraptions that have nothing to do with tomatoes. You dress in all red. You got yeah. a tomato on your chest. I like that. That's a good gimmick. What would your gimmick be based on your fear? 702-364-9400. What would it be for you? Well, I'm going to need help on this one. I do have a fear of being in the ocean and not seeing what's around me. Like going into, you know, going just into like five, six feet of water, just being there treading water because you can't see what's below you. So fear of the ocean, man, what would my... What would my outfit be? Like you a could sea just thing? be ocean guy. Ooh. He's ocean guy. And your hair, it, it kind of it has like that ocean swoop already. So mm-hmm. that would be like your gimmick, like the ocean-y swoop in your hair. Um, and then you could wear like, you have to have a catchphrase like, uh, don't wave to me or something like that. <laughs> I don't know. There's, there's something there. Would Aquaman try to take me out though if I'm ocean man? Well, we can live together in the same universe. You have talked crap about Aquaman I have, in the past, I have. so I don't think you guys would be friends, honestly. We'd be enemies, yeah. I don't think he's... And then again, as Kai always said, I don't think... I think when it comes to superheroes, Aquaman's on the bottom of the uh, totem pole. I guess I would be on the bottom, too, because I've always said in the past, like, what would my powers be as Ocean Man? Um, yeah, if you're afraid of being in the ocean, would your power be not being in the ocean? Like, I, I can get out of the ocean very fast. If I'm ever thrown in, I can get out quickly because because I'm Ocean Man. And I, I hate the ocean. Stop people from going, don't go in there. You don't know what's underneath that water. It's a scary place, my friend. Mike says he is afraid of venomous snakes, so he would be Black Mamba Man, which sounds 
amazing. It's way better than Wave Man or Tomato Girl. Like <laughs> you, you are way more impressive than we are. Steph, what would your what would your superhero name be, or who would you be? I'm, well, I too am scared of snakes, so I feel like my costume would be all snake skin, maybe like a Catwoman outfit, but with snake skin, um, and she's got a venomous bite. So you don't want to mess with her. Ooh. But which is interesting that you have the venom spite, even though you're afraid of snakes. Like that's I like that. Mm. Like you're you're using your fear to be powerful. And maybe that's why Batman is teaching us all a lesson to not be afraid of what you are and just become it. And maybe you can overcome something. Yeah. Your venomous bite, though, she would have to get if someone's coming at you. You'd have to get up close and personal and bite that person to take them down. True. So well, Mercedes gets they do tomatoes. that on Twilight, you know. That's true. <laughs> Robert Pattinson tie-in. Exactly. Exactly. I, did I see something about like his voice? Yeah, that's what I was bringing it up too. So his voice as Batman, he didn't have a, a dialect coach. They just said, "Okay, you're gonna be the role of Batman." Um, you know, let us know what you have voice wise. So it was up to him to come up with the own voice for Batman. No one like trained him on it. He had a couple different uh, ideas as a voice. He threw him at the producer. Like, okay, that works. But you would think such an iconic voice on Batman, like you would have someone training him in a certain style to say it. So, what would your voice be for Wave Guy or Ocean Man? Ocean Man. I'm Ocean Man. You need to have, like, a catchphrase, though. Don't you, like... Catch the wave. Yeah. Or I'll catch you. (laughs) Whoa, who is that? (laughs) Okay, is that that Venom Woman? That was... Stephanie the Snake. She's a venomous bite. Don't come too close. <laughs> I wish you'd see her. Oh her face gosh. is the best. Okay. Tomato Woman, what do you got? I'm Tomato Woman. I'll have you seeing red. Ketchup. Ketchup. <laughs> <laughs> Let's copyright that because this is going to be a movie. You laugh at us now. Yeah, you guys think we're being stupid now, but just wait till yep. we're millionaires with the wave man, snake lady, and, and, and tomato and they're, girl. They're not going to give us voice people because they didn't got a budget. <laughs> you got to make up your own. Elton John and Dua kicking off 60 plus minutes commercial free. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning, and those tickets to go see Kevin Hart. We have him in just about five minutes. Did you see this text that just came in? It's from Natalie, and, and she wrote, we love getting her text messages, by the way, at 702-364-9400. She wrote, this is Natalie from your last segment. Please tell Steph, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm so embarrassed. I called her Jocelyn. I'm mortified. I don't know what I was thinking. Tell her we love her. Hey, Steph. Uh, Natalie says she's sorry. She's so embarrassed that she called you Jocelyn and, and she loves you. <laughs> she's mortified. I know. I was actually talking to her um, and at the end of every call, I'll usually say, thanks for calling, calling anytime. And she goes, thank you, Jocelyn. I'm like, oh no, I'm sorry. This is Steph. Jocelyn's no longer with the show, but I see her all the time. I'll tell her you, you said hi. She goes, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to say Jocelyn. I meant to say Steph. I'm like, don't worry about it. Sometimes people will say Jocelyn because Jocelyn would pick up the phones all the time. So it's not, it's all good, Natalie. We're all good over here. An honest mistake, you know, and, and you know, we, Jocelyn left during the pandemic and a lot of people were kind of, their listening habits were really screwy and they, and you, during the pandemic and then you came back, like it was kind of chaotic. So maybe she just missed that part or maybe it was just, she was so used to it. So yeah. And of all people to do that too, Steph is the last person that you should be worried about. Yeah. She, she, you're, you're like, oh, no worries. No yeah, worries. All good. All good. Have you ever been 
a situation where you realize you're using the wrong name with someone and maybe it was after just you know a day or a long time been a situation where it's like <gasps> you're not I've been using the wrong name no it, I mean, I have used the wrong name before, but it's not like I didn't know their real name. I've just I misspoke kind of like that, where just recently um, I, I was um, doing a remote and some of the clients there. There's a bunch of different people f- that were there that were um, f- the clients. And I called one of the clients by the name of another guy that was standing there so i was like hey bob blah, blah, blah. and he's like i'm not bob that's bob i'm like oh i know that and i was like oh. <laughs> I, I just i misspoke i knew it wasn't bob but i i called him bob on accident and then i felt so bad afterwards so like then every time i addressed him let's say his name was steve i like made sure i said steve i'm like so steve da, 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 da. thanks steve and like just to prove that i knew that his name wasn't bob like i accidentally called him five minutes prior have you been in that situation 702 Three six four ninety four hundred. What happened? How did you fix it? How did you recover? How did you realize the mistake? I was in one. It was I was for Channel Eight. I was doing a live shot. It was a uh, it was like a police officers like charity basketball game. This was a couple years ago, and I was out there and we're doing the shoot at at UNLV. We're playing basketball with a couple of officers and start the segment. I'm like, this is Officer Steve, and, and we're talking to Officer Steve. Three segments out there playing basketball, talking trash because we're playing a game out there. And Officer Steve, Officer Steve. On the air the entire time for an hour, calling him Officer Steve. We finish. We wrap up. I'm like, Officer Steve, dude, thanks so much. That was a lot of, lot of fun. He goes, yeah, it was a lot of fun. By the way, he goes, it's Officer Tim. Like, Oops. Like, what? Like, I'm so sorry. I'm like, I, I, th- I thought you said it was Steve. He goes, no, I'm Tim. I'm like, I, w- like, why didn't you correct me? And he said, well, what am I going to do? Point it out on TV? The only people that know you're saying the wrong name are my friends and people that I work with. So I, Everyone I, in the city that knows me. <laughs> I just ran with it. I'm like, well, thank you so much for not pointing it out live on air. But I'm so sorry for calling you the wrong name for the past hour live on television. Yeah, I, maybe like after the first live shot off the air, he, he should have said something. Yes, he went the entire time or saying the entire hour. After he's like, yeah, I thought it was funny. I'm like, okay, thank you. That's very sweet that he was just like, you know what? It's just not a big deal. Uh, what, let's talk to uh, Johnny. Johnny, what happened to you? So, you know, I work in one of the hotels, and there's this great lady that makes really good food for us and does things a little bit special for us. And I called her, Shirley, thank you, Shirley, for the great food. Thank you, Shirley, for the great sandwich. A year and a half later, someone's saying, why are you calling her Shirley? Her name's Shelley. Oh, no. Oh, no, no, no. Well, you know what happens. You just be like, no, I was saying Shirley, Shelley would like this. Exactly. (laughs) Thanks, Johnny. Thanks, Bob. I mean, Johnny. (laughs) It happens. It happens to everyone out there. Time to win right now. We're looking for caller 20 at 702-364-9400. That's you. You get to play heads up for a fun prize. We have your tickets right now to see Kevin Hart on July 3rd over at the Chelsea in the Cosmopolitan. All you got to do is be caller 20, pick your category, pick your partner. And if you get six answers in 60 seconds, you will win. Caller 20, you get to play 702-364-9400. Good luck. Stella Swift, blank space. You see, we got a birthday greeting that came in here. It's Jared's birthday. Did you see the one that just came in? Yeah, I was just going to say, go ahead, though. Oh, it's, uh, Jared, happy birthday, Jared. Uh, his wife, Karen, and their son, Levi, wanted to wish him a happy birthday. So that just came in. So happy birthday, Jared. It's your special day. It's time for Heads Up with Mercedes in the Morning on Mix Nutty 4.1. Okay, let's get our contestant on the line. It is Kim. Hey, Kim, good morning. 
Good morning. You are caller 20. You get to play Heads Up. We've got Kevin Hart tickets on the line. You ready to do this? Yes. Okay, pick a category. Do you want to go with Will You Be Mine, Superhero, or Happy Hour? Let's do Happy Hour. Happy Hour it is. Okay, National Drink Wine Day is on Friday. So these are all different types of alcohol, okay? Okay. All right, who do you want to pick as your partner this morning? Mercedes. Okay. All right, Kim, you got 60 seconds on the clock. Six correct. You're going to go see Kevin Hart, and you start now. This is a like Jack Daniels is a type of this. Whiskey. Yes. This is Jose Cuervo is a type of this. Tequila. Yes. Um, Red, white. um, Wine. Yep. Uh, White Claw is a type of this. Hard seltzer. Yes. Um, You might get this with Coke uh, and put like a lime in there. Blanking rum. Yes. Um, pass. I have no idea what that is. Um, th- I think this is like an after dinner drink and you have it in like a fancy like round glass. Um, a highball? Uh, you, you know what? Pass. I don't know that one. Um, pass on that one. Oh, gosh. Uh, pass on that. Okay. Budweiser is a type of... Beer. Yes. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Time is I'm sorry. I did not know a lot of these liquors, and I didn't know how to explain them to you. So, that beer, we can always depend on good old-fashioned beer. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. Kim, way to go. He's got tickets to go see Kevin Hart. He'll be at the Chelsea inside the Cosmopolitan. He's got two nights, July 2nd and July 3rd. So, congratulations to you. You want to go see Kevin Hart. We'll have these tickets again tomorrow morning at 625. Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning. Every time I hear that song by Lord Royals, I think of just like fanciness. Like, is there something that makes you feel fancy? We'll never be Royals, but it's like when you do certain things, you feel like a Royal. And I know, Steph, you were bragging that you felt so fancy. And I can totally understand why you would feel fancy by doing this. What was it? And I'm a low-maintenance person. I'm not into, like, fancy things. I'm cool with just, like, you give me you know, the basic one of this, I'm totally cool with it. But when I try this, I might be a changed woman, and it's sparkling water. I'm a fancy girl with a pinky up. <laughs> Pellegrino. Pellegrino. And that's the one that changed my life. We were out, um, me and my husband were out at dinner a couple weekends ago. And I don't know what it was. My husband was like, you want just regular water? I'm like, yeah, I don't need a soda or anything. I'm like, it's a fancy dinner. Like, let's let's celebrate. I'm like, all right, give me a sparkling water. They're like, okay, what would you like? I'm like, surprise me. And I'm just saying surprise me because I have no idea what the heck I'm talking about. <laughs> um, so they come out with a Pellegrino bottle. And I tried it and I put it in my glass. I'm like, ooh, it's kind of fizzy. I take a sip out of it. I said, I have never had or would ever tried of thinking of getting sparkling water. But now I am so obsessed after that fancy dinner, I got a Costco pack of it. <laughs> Did you put a lime in it? Because that even adds to the experience. What? You could a, put a lime? A lime or a lemon in, in your sparkling water. And then it's like, it's almost like. A cocktail without the alcohol. It's kind of fancy. Yeah. She should have told me this during dry January. Yeah, (laughs) seriously. So you're saying cut up limes, just put the whole thing in, squeeze it in? Yeah, just like like you were drinking a cocktail. Like it would be on the glass and then you kind of squeeze it and like throw it in there or do whatever with it. It's like... That's top tier stuff. I'm telling you, bestie. It's the best. I'm going to go home and try it, girl. (laughs) What is it that makes you feel fancy, even though you're not? 
But it just makes you feel kind of fancy. 702-364-9400. Just when she said, surprise me, when you say that to a waiter or waitress, you're like, surprise me. That kind of that kind of makes me feel fancy. And then also when you say, keep the change. I'm like, keep the change. Yes, all 62 cents. You can keep the change. It's all yours. All yours. If I uh, if I have my suit on or something from, from Channel 8 or whatever reason, and I go do like errands afterwards, I feel like some kind of executive. Like, oh, let me pop in Albertsons. And I know many guys do this every single day, but I don't normally wear a suit. So if I'm out and about doing errands, I go to the store or something, I feel like I walk in and there's a, there's a different step in my stride. I'm like, I got my suit on. Hmm, let me buy some bananas that I need here. You just feel different when you go grocery shopping with a suit on yeah it's like Romy and michelle when they're like we'd like the businesswoman special because they're wearing their like black business suits <laughs> yes. they're like we don't really have one of those like but we're business women we'd like the businesswoman special <laughs> oh, look at this executive walking in here how do you do sir yes how are you i'm an executive i got my suit on mm, hello everyone yeah. I, 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 do you guys ever feel fancy when you like get offered a glass of champagne somewhere they're like would you like some champagne i'm always like mm-hmm. well yes I am the champagne lady, especially like you get your hair done and they offer you champagne. I'm like, in a salon? Why, yes. Don't mind if I do. How do you handle uh, when you're at the dinner table and uh, they, they give you the, they pour the wine, you get to sniff it and swirl it around? Do you feel comfortable doing that? Yeah, I learned some really interesting tricks on that last time we went to Napa. That should be our Try It Tuesday. Uh, so there's there's a couple of tricks I never knew about sw- smelling the wine mm-hmm. and stuff. I, I would always kind of swirl it to get some air in there and 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 then, you know, smell it. But that so, so, some cool things. There was something that really messed with my head. Well, first of all, they say you're supposed to sniff it from top to bottom of the glass. Like, that's where you get the full aroma. So you put a, you, you take the glass... And then you 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 kind of hold it under your nose and lift it up and then smell it. And that's where you get the full embodiment of it. And then we went to this one winery and the guy, I thought I was drunk because it was so weird that it happened. And I quite possibly was drunk, but it's still, I did it sober too. And I was just like, oh my gosh. So he goes, okay, I want you guys to smell the wine with your left nostril. So just only the left one. So I kind of closed my my right one and then and I smelled it and I'm like, oh, it smells nutty. It smells, you know, kind of like licorice. And he's like, OK, now cover the left nostril and smell it with the right nostril. So I held it up and it smelled like a totally different wine. It smelled sweet. He goes, we usually smell the sweet stuff with our right nostril and like the the more uh, nuttier smells with the left. And I was just like, no way. And so my husband did. He's like, oh, my gosh. And we're all going like left to right. And so then together you get the full embodiment. It was the craziest thing. Try that next time you drink wine. Yeah, that it is was, fancy. It was you, you, you will be. That's legit fancy right there. You go left <laughs> national, right national. Like, well, this guy, he knows what he's doing. And he's wearing a suit, too. He's double fancy. <laughs> it was a, it was a, it's a good party trick. If that's you ever a trip, yeah. That's, that's, off. that's great to know, though. Like, at least you know what you're doing. Because I'll do the swirl. Like, yeah, it smells great. <laughs> what am I smelling? Yeah, here? Exactly. I'll take it. Sounds great. Let's give it to the table. Lenny says charcuterie boards. I feel fancy every time I have one. Oh man, I feel fancy just saying it. Charcuterie. <laughs> it's when one of those char- words. It's lunchables. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> That's all it is. That's great stuff. I, I want to try that wine trick too. That sounds like that sounds like a cool thing. It was really weird. And then so like uh, we had a lot to drink. Obviously, we we're in Napa. So then we, my husband and I, tried it again. Uh, like a week or two after, and I'm like, I wonder if we were just messed up, and uh, it worked again. I was just like, that is so That's weird. A trip. Yeah. Coming up next, we have the hot three. What do you have for us? 
All right. How important is sleep compatibility with your partner? We're going to talk about that. Also, a drunk woman gets arrested at the Orlando airport because she was on a high-speed chase in the airport. We'll explain. And what are some of the strangest laws in the United States Like, you didn't even know it was illegal to do this in certain cities. We're going to talk about it coming up next in the Hot 3. The Kimmeroy, Justin Bieber stay on Mix 94.1. It's time for the Mercedes Hot 3 on Mix 94.1. The Hot 3 is brought to you by attorney Paul Powell. More lawyer, less speed. How important is sleep compatibility? We all know how important a good night's sleep is for our health, but for a lot of people, their partner gets in the way of them getting the necessary shot that they want or even need. Well, a new survey shows that 78% of people in relationships say that sleep compatibility with a partner is very important. 77% say they are affected when their partner does not get a good night's sleep. And 40% of Americans have actually ended a relationship because of a partner's poor sleeping habits. One major issue when it comes to sleeping with a partner is, as expected, snoring, and there's only so much of it a person can deal with. 47% of people admit that they snore more than their partner, while 25% say their partner snores more. And the average person will only put up with one and a half hours of their partner snoring before either making them sleep on the couch or them leaving themselves. How are you and Matt as far as like combat, uh, compatibility going to bed and sleeping sleeping in and getting up early? How do you guys mesh? You guys mesh together? Does I it think work? we mesh well. I mean, I definitely have different sleeping habits. And I do. The, the one part that drives me crazy is he likes to stay up later than me. And I do it just because I it's just not worth a fight and so he likes to stay up later like 10 30 or so so I usually I'm usually laying there with my eyes closed around 9 45 or 10 but I don't I can't go to sleep until the tv's off and he likes to watch tv so we deal with that but then on his end I will I will snore from time to time and I think last night I was because um, this morning I woke up and he was rubbing my arm really nice and at the moment I thought oh so sweet so sweet and then this morning I thought about it I'm like I was probably snoring that's why he was doing <laughs> it get up, get up. how about you guys we uh, as far as going to bed we go to bed at the same time um, if not Laura actually goes to bed sometimes earlier than me she's an early riser because of her for her job she gets up early summertime she gets up early because of the horses and stuff so we we mesh we, it, it works well together. She does have a lot of sleep issues as far as um, waking up and not being able to fall back to sleep. So that's one of the reasons why weeknights I transfer. Middle of the night, I'll I get up to go to the bathroom. I don't come back into the bedroom. I sleep the rest of the night in the guest bedroom. So when that alarm goes off at 3 o'clock, I have no stresses of her waking up. And hopefully she'll continue to sleep to at least 5 o'clock or so. But doesn't that suck having to get up in the middle of the night, though, Like and going to another bed? Like I would just want to get back in my own, own cozy bed, you I'm, know? I think maybe I'm so used to it. It's it's I've got it down to a routine, too. Or so as we're getting ready to go to bed, so I do like turn down service for us. So after dinner, I go upstairs, wash my face, whatever. I'll like uh, the master bedroom. I'll take the pillows off and get the bed ready for us to go to bed. My my husband does that too. It's funny, yeah. He he gets it all set up for us. Does he? Yeah. Yeah. I I light a candle too. So it's just it's nice, a cozy environment. We come upstairs, turn on the sound machines, and then I'll go to the guest bedroom. And when I say it's it's literally like seven feet away from the master bedroom, but I'll go to the guest bedroom. Same thing. I'll turn that one down. So that's all set. So we go to bed together. Get up, walk to the bathroom, and instead of coming back, it's it's real simple. The bed's ready for me to slide in, and it's easy peasy. But then you have to make two beds. 
And that sucks. No, I make, uh, she makes, because I make my bed oh, in the morning, okay, and then okay. she's still sleeping in, well, so she makes her bed. Well, the only one, I guess, yeah. yeah. Um, also this morning, uh, here's the weirdest police chase we've seen in a while. A 32-year-old woman recently got arrested while tooling around the Orlando airport on a motorized suitcase. The suitcase itself is not what got her in trouble, though. Her name is Chelsea Alston, and it happened last April. We're hearing about it now because a a cop's chest cam video just got released. She was trying to fly from Orlando to New York, but when she pulled up to her gate on the suitcase, she was hammered, and she had an empty beer in her hand, so they wouldn't let her fly. Well, then a bike cop got involved, and he was very, very patient with her. He got her to drink some water, explained that you can't fly if you're that drunk. She claimed she wasn't that drunk, and she started swearing at him and then rode off on her suitcase. <laughs> he chased her through the airport and did everything he could to get her back to the main terminal. He even tried to make it fun by offering to race her there on his bike like he was just he was trying so hard well she refused though and then it all went to hell he, she spit on him Ooh. so he arrested her at that point then she spit a second time and it hit him in the eye she also cost twelve hundred dollars in damage to the back of a cop car and then um she did some other stuff to it which includes uh, bodily functions she peed on it? Number two. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You can't do number two on a cop car. Yeah. No. You're going to go to jail for that. Sorry. Yeah. She's facing years <laughs> in prison if convicted. Wait, that uh, wasn't the last one, was it? No, okay. it wasn't. Do we need to wrap up here? No, we have plenty of time. Uh, okay. Finally, this morning, every now and then we come across a strange law from some corner of America. And maybe it's just something antiquated, but it's still on the books. Maybe it once had a purpose. I don't know. But now it just seems absurd and out of control. Or or maybe it never made any sense and has always been Ridiculous. Well, the people of Zipia have compiled the 15 strangest laws in the United States. I'm not going to go over all 15 of them, but we'll give you some of them. And and I mean, it's just it, it, some of them sound like there's no way this could be real, but it's absolutely true. For instance, did you know in it, it is illegal to send a surprise pizza delivery to someone's house in Louisiana or anything else that isn't a gift that they've, they're expected to pay for because they consider it harassment. So you know how like on, on DoorDash you can order food for someone and send it to their house? If they're not expecting it, that's, that's against the law. You can't do that there in, uh, in Louisiana. But wait, if you're paying for it, though, you can. If it's not paying for it, like I, I order something to your house, Mercedes expecting you to pay for it. That's illegal. But I can order a pizza to your house if it's paid for. It's considered harassment. It's cons- either way. OK, yeah, um, it is illegal to sell, dispose of or give away or use stink bombs in Alabama. Well, like, where do you even get a stink bomb? Like, are we talking like the, the Fourth of July one or stink? I mean, I would hope so. <laughs> yeah, when you say stink bomb, I think of those little smoke bombs you get as a yeah. kid. Yeah, uh, it is illegal to let your donkey sleep in a bathtub in Arizona. The law was passed due to a random incident in 1924 involving a donkey, a tub, and a flood. Uh, that just sounds like a joke ready to start. <laughs> Did you hear the one about the donkey, the tub, and a flood? And my yeah, I'm going to move on because, yeah. Uh, it's illegal to have billboards in Hawaii, Alaska, Maine, and Vermont. I guess it's an attempt to preserve scenic beauty. What do you what do you think about that one? Well, that's like in Summerlin, too. You can't, there's certain, you can't have billboards in Summerlin, correct? Or there's a certain height, too. That's why you mm-hmm. look around. You don't see the big McDonald's sign. It's down low. Same with the Burger King. They're down low to keep it, keep it a cleaner look out there. I, I I like that, but at the same time, I, I kind of expect billboards in most places, but I'm glad. Like Hawaii, Alaska, 
I've never been to Maine and Vermont, but yeah, there is a certain beauty that would get ruined if all of a sudden there's a big billboard in the middle of this beautiful landscape. But it's also, I remember the first time like being in Summerlin, I'm like, there's nothing out here. There's no, like fast food or anything. Because I just didn't see, I would always look up for the signs like, oh, it's tucked behind those beautiful trees. I see how we work out here. Yeah, exactly. Um, it is illegal to do any fortune telling in Baltimore, Maryland. And it is illegal. Uh, maybe you heard of this one when you lived in Washington, D.C. It is illegal to throw stones in the District of Columbia and not just at glass houses. <laughs> really? It, it counts for all streets, highways, open spaces, and public areas. You cannot throw stones. I'm trying. There's a pond or something. I would skip a stone in, but it, it, that's not on the list. So I'd be fine. It sounds like it's a public area. You can't be tossing stones. Yeah. Jeff, you saw a, a weird story. What did you see? And I saw this on Facebook. So a guy fell in love with a girl. They were going to get married, but she passed away. And so he was putting flowers and a picture of them on her grave. The family didn't like it, and he was had a had a he got arrested for criminal littering for putting a picture of them and flowers on her gravestone. Oh my gosh! He was just trying to do something nice. That is the saddest thing I've ever heard. Like, what are you in here for? Oh, putting flowers on someone's grave. What about this one? It's illegal to throw a ball at someone's head in New York for a laugh. <laughs> so just say you weren't doing it for a laugh. I was serious. Originally, the law was put into place to protect carnival workers from being harassed. <laughs> the law also mentions that it's illegal to throw knives at people. Well, yeah, I hope so. I really do. The knives we get, the balls, I, that's a different story. It's Mix 94.1, Mercedes in the morning. That's uh, Lesso and Katy Perry, When I'm Gone. This is Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the Morning as we do 60-plus minutes commercial-free. We do that every weekday, which is kind of cool. Yeah, definitely. It is 9.09. It's so funny how, like, generations have totally different views on things. You have, you you know, your... What's what's the first one? Baby boomers? Boomers, sure, yeah. Then Gen X, uh-huh. then millennials, then Gen Z. And then what's this new one called? I, we talked about it. There's a, There's the one after Gen Z. Oh man, we were. I just had a conversation with someone about this. Um, hold on, what's the generation? Uh, anyway, Gen. My kids are Gen Z, and they're so funny because I asked my husband a question last night, and it was one of those things where I didn't think they were listening, and they answered the question before my um, my husband could even answer it. And it, the question was, "What do you think is the best?" like song from a movie the best movie soundtrack song of all time and before my husband could even get the words out of his mouth my daughter is like that's easy it's from black panther and i was like what she goes all the stars from black panther that's the best song from a movie of all time i'm like oh okay i do like that song that is a great song uh, I think I have the hook. Hold on one second. Uh, yeah, we got it right here. Hold on one second. He hit it. This here. Is it this? Yes. Kendrick Lamar, SZA. Uh, and it is a great song, but I was like, of all time. I mean, wow, that's interesting. And she's like, okay, then maybe the Trolls song. Justin Timberlake can't fight this feeling. Oh, yes. And yes. I just started laughing because then my husband j- chimes in. He's like, no way. It's anything off of the Top Gun soundtrack. <laughs> it's like so different. So different. What do you think? Like if you had to pick the best song from a movie soundtrack, 
of all time. And and, and it's interesting to see the, what the difference in generations is. 702-364-9400. What, what would you say? Uh, I go to 80s movies. There's a couple that are jumping out. One would be I mean, Kenny, Lo- Kenny Loggins was once the king of the movie soundtracks. Footloose. Footloose. And then I also go to Dirty Dancing, and I've had the time of my life. These are songs written specifically for these movies. Those are the two that jump out to me. So I'm, I'm with Matt. I'm going 80s. For me, I go, uh, I don't know what year this movie was, but we just heard it over the weekend, the song by Eminem, Lose Yourself. Uh, what year was 8 Mile? Oh, 2002, 2003? Yeah, 2002. You're right on it. I love that song from a movie. It, it didn't even, it, it won a Grammy. It won Grammys. I mean, what a great song. I, I think Lose Yourself is one of the best songs from a movie soundtrack. Did it win an Oscar? It probably did. He performed it at the Oscars because it was an Oscar-nominated song. Yeah, best a best original song, the first hip hop song to ever receive the award. Also won the Grammy Award for best rap song and best rap solo performance. Seven zero two three six four ninety four hundred best song from a movie soundtrack. Teresa, what do you think? Good morning. Oh, I've got it. Good morning. What is How it? How are you guys doing? We're Great. good. It's, it's um, my heart will go on with uh, Titanic on. Oh, Celine. Yeah. I mean, do you remember like the first time you saw the movie and then you heard this song and you just wanted to like break down? This is such a good one. And then playing it on the radio too is all over Mix 94.1. And anyone that was here in 19, was it 97 the movie came out? 98? Do you remember the South Park version of this song? Yeah. We got in trouble for playing it. We did. Our, our music director at the time took this song and then he took clips from South Park and dropped all these clips in there and he had the South Park version. It was like, oh my God, they killed Kenny. Oh, <laughs> I will go on. It was so 1997. <laughs> Thanks for calling. Let's talk to uh, um, Michelle. Michelle, good morning. What do you think is the best song from a movie soundtrack? Good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> well, obviously, it's going to be Eye of the Tiger, Rocky. Oh. So inspirational, even to this day. Yep. I feel like we've come oh, yeah. full circle on the show. This morning, I was talking about the Rocky pancakes. <laughs> and now here we are with Rocky again. Great song, Survivor. I just got the answer. This generation is called Gen Alpha, also known as the iPad Kids, <laughs> I'm being told. And this is the song they're picking. We don't talk about For real, though. It's like the number one song in the country. This is the Gen Alpha yep. submission. To <laughs> this it. is the one they're talking about. How about um, we're, the next song here? What TV show? This is not from a movie, but what TV show? Oh, Grey's Anatomy. Yes. I remember the first time. Like, what is this? I love it. It's the fray. Step one, you say we need. Mercedes in the mornings. What's trending Woo! on Mix ninety four point one? Vegas born is trending this morning for a couple of reasons. First of all, tonight's the night, the long-awaited debut 
of Jack Eichel. He takes ice with the team against the Colorado Avalanche at the T-Mobile tonight when the puck drops at 7 p.m. He was acquired in a trade with Buffalo back in November. He hasn't played in an NHL game in nearly a year after uh, undergoing artificial disc replacement surgery to repair a herniated disc in his neck back in November. In other VGK news, rumors of a Marc-Andre Fleury return surfaced online yesterday. And General Manager Kelly McCrimmon shut that down. He said, quote, there is absolutely no credence to that rumor at all. I wouldn't normally speak on such things, but there will be so much racket about this. It's important to let people know that's not going to happen. Two words you use in there are really like credence and there's such a racket on this thing. You got, I, you got to put that fire out fast because it, it was taken off on social media. That's yesterday. such a dad word, though. Racket. It's racket. All that racket. <laughs> there's so much racket out there. All that racket. <laughs> I love it. That game is nationally televised tonight, TNT. Then also, too, just another sports note. Uh, Our Lady Rebels go for their 11th straight win tonight. They're just killing They're it. On they fire are on so killing it. Yeah, some good news there. Also trending this morning is Train. The Grammy award-winning band has announced that their first new album in five years. It's been a minute since we heard from Train. The 11th studio album is called AM Gold. It's going to be released on May 20th. And yesterday they released the first single off the album, the title track called AM Gold. Here's a little bit of that. American Summer Tour. They're going to go on tour with Jewel and Blues Traveler. No Vegas date on the list yet, at least, but tickets do go on sale for over 35 stops, including Phoenix, San Diego, Seattle, before it wraps up in Colorado at the iconic Red Rocks Amphitheater. I want to hear how the song starts. Does he have the full song here? Does it have, let's hear how it's, does it grab yeah. you? How does it start? It, do, it has a good start. I, well, I liked it. See what you think. I like it. That's like we're, like we're starting a race. Here we go. Yeah. And then it, it, it just kind of builds. It's like they just start with the one instrument. I think it kicks in here. There comes another little drone. Yeah, it's a good song. Good. I really like it. There's layers to it. That's awesome. Yeah. And then finally this morning, Chippendale and Rescue Rangers is trending. The former chipmunk detectives are reuniting after 30 years. And yesterday, the trailer for Chippendale Rescue Rangers was unveiled by Disney+. Plus. Here's a little bit of that. No one ever imagined It could all come crashing down Torn by vanity You look different Hey, it's no secret I had the CGI surgery done Is it possible that two living legends are destined to reunite? I'm thinking reboot yeah, Chip is voiced by John Mulaney and Dale is voiced by Andy Samberg. Decades after the cancellation of their TV series, this new trailer shows them mending their fractured friendship. It's kind of cool how the movie is combining a mixture of 3D and 2D animation, and then they're also doing live action. So it's it's kind of a world like where cartoons and humans coexist, kind of like Roger Rabbit a little bit. Uh, the movie premieres on May 20th, and that is what's trending. Rabbit's 
It's Ed Sheeran. It's Mix 94.1. It's Mercedes in the morning, and we are looking for our February Teacher of the Month. You don't have a lot of time left to get those nominations in. Tell us about a teacher that has really made a difference in your life, your your kid's life. We want to hear about those great teachers so we can honor one of them this month for all the amazing things that they do for their students. One lucky teacher is going to get a $100 Visa gift card courtesy of Finley Chevrolet and also an additional card that they can do with what they please, whether they want to have a party for the kids, save it for themselves, buy some supplies, and that one is from Silver State Schools Credit Union. Such a great setup. You also get a personalized Mercedes in the morning plaque that you can hang up showing it, showing that you are the teacher of the month. So nominate your teacher today. Go to our website, mix941.fm. Go to the contest tab. As Mercedes said, time, it's 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 ending here fast. So make sure you do it by Friday because that's when nominations end. And again, a big thank you to Finley Chevy and Silver State Schools Credit Union for making Teacher of the Month possible. That is it for us on a Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you missed anything, check out the Odyssey app. You can uh, listen to our podcast or anywhere you get your podcasts. Also on our website at mix941.fm. J-Love is on the way next to get you through your work day. And right now it is time for the line of the day. We came up with our superhero characters based on our fears. Take a listen to Ocean Man, Steph the Snake, and Tomato Woman. I'm Ocean Man. Catch the wave. Yeah. Stephanie the Snake. (laughs) She's a venomous bite. Don't come too close. (laughs) Tomato Woman, what do you got? I'm Tomato Woman. I'll have you seeing red. Catch up. (laughs) This is the movie we're going to make that's going to take down Spider-Man next year. Yeah. You you just wait. It's just going to be huge. Laugh at us now. Yeah, but... See us win an Oscar. When you when you want our autograph later, you're going to be sorry. <laughs> we won't give it to you because you said you were laughing yeah, at us. Yeah, you made fun you, of us. You're not getting an autograph. That'll do it for show 1569 of Mercedes in the Morning. Mercedes in the Morning. Did you miss the show? You're not going to want to miss this, folks. Catch up now. Download the podcast of today's show and get updates now online at Mix941.fm. Mercedes in the Morning returns tomorrow morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.